Now, the rest of the story. Patrick leaned palms forward against the passenger ship's rail. He was watching the moon rise over the ocean horizon like a silent silver ghost in the midnight sky. Lonely feeling, partly because of the dark and the quiet, partly because Patrick must not be accompanied on the adventure on which he was about to embark. It had to be that way. A solitary comrade on this mission might arouse suspicion, and if anyone suspected what Patrick was up to, well, there was no telling what might happen. And the national security of his homeland, Great Britain, doubtless depended on his success. You see, Patrick Alexander was a spy. An unusual man. He inherited a fortune from his father, but he had a strange feeling that he would not live past the age of 50. So he gave all of his money to charitable causes and devoted his life to the Aeronautical Society of Great Britain. A prominent member of that society, Patrick was privy to the very latest information, including the military applications of aircraft. Now there was something in the wind, literally, in the wind which threatened Britain's national security as no weapon ever had. The remedy for this vulnerability, Patrick reasoned, was better to understand the threat. So Patrick Alexander volunteered to become a spy. He would travel to the foreign testing site. He would befriend the engineers working there. He would learn everything he possibly could about the research and development of Britain's potential nemesis. And once the mission itself was underway, Patrick was rather relieved. First of all, security was not as tight as he might have imagined. Access to the testing site was virtually unobstructed. And the engineers who were working on the project, they were friendly, unsuspecting. It's no trouble at all gathering information. In fact, and imagine this, Patrick Alexander, the British spy, was invited to witness the test flight of this revolutionary new aircraft, the potential new weapon. And the test flight was a success. But for some reason, no record of why in historical records for some inconceivable reason, Patrick did not show up for that test. We know he survived his adventure, eventually returned to Great Britain. Members of the British Armed Forces continued the investigation which Patrick had begun. But by then the whole world knew what was going on in the United States, in Dayton, Ohio. You see, when Patrick Alexander first came to America, on his mission of espionage, the only aircraft viable for military use were balloons, essentially reconnaissance balloons. British military strategists were interested in dirigibles and gliders and even kites that lifted soldiers into the skies. But they were especially interested in certain experiments taking place in the United States. The British were right to be concerned. The invention testing its wings in America would pose a serious threat to Britain's national security. Only four decades later. Indeed, with that innovation, the British Isles became vulnerable as never before. So the answer is yes. A full year before that first successful flight at Kitty Hawk, December 1903, the British had begun spying on the Wright brothers. Only now you know the rest of the story.